Politics Central. And bring in someone who was a very prominent figure, possibly more prominent than he wanted to be, in the Auckland mayoralty race, uh, particularly when Wayne Brown said that he wouldn't partake in a, in a debate because Simon Wilson was moderating it. Simon has written some excellent columns uh, over the course of the last few weeks of this campaign. And his latest one is called 10 Big Jobs for Auckland's New Mayor. And Simon Wilson joins us now. Simon, good afternoon. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you. Uh, definitely a more prominent role than I wanted, actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you feeling about that role being more prominent? Uh, that, oh, oh uh, look, you know... <laughs> These things are politician versus politician, and it's always unfortunate when the media uh, become part of the story. You don't want that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, I've tried to do my job um, asking questions of, of the candidates, um, and that is my job, and, and analysing what they say, and that's my job too. Um, and it all feeds into the big more of, of um, the contestable ideas of democracy. Simon, were you surprised at just how how well Wayne Brown did? A lead of fifty four thousand votes so far. Was that surprising to you? It was. I um, it, he did seem like he had the edge, but I am surprised at the extent of, of his lead. Yes, he's he's won very convincingly. So thinking about that, what went wrong for Officer Collins, and what went right for Wayne yeah. Brown? So um, Wayne Brown ran a very good campaign. He had, uh, I, I thought, his marketing and advertising were were excellent. His slogan, uh, Mr. Fix It, Fix Auckland, uh, was something that really resonated with people and didn't need any, um, it, it was one of those brilliant political ideas that didn't need to be explained. You know, what does it mean? Well, it means what you want it to mean. And if you think things aren't quite going well enough and they do need fixing in some way, um, then he's going to be your guy. Um, so Wayne Brown very cleverly didn't get bogged down in what what needs to be fixed exactly or or more to the point how he's going to fix things. And if you take transport as the um, outstanding example, he has correctly said that everybody's worried about transport in Auckland. Of course we're all worried about it. Um, he's going to fix it. Well, that sounds great. Um, he hasn't said yet what he's going to do to fix it. Um, so, uh, um, you know, that's a really big question in front of us now. How is he going to roll out that promise and turn it into action? What's he actually going to do? Yeah, well, for some people, it's it's a nightmare that's come true. The chair of Auckland's transport has already resigned to give him that clear runway. And Brown has previously said he would replace all the directors of council-controlled organisations, the CEOs, including Auckland Transport. Is that a winning platform to go with? Is that is that what people really want? You are only one person on the council as mayor. Well, I think it's 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 a thing about politics that if you are serving um, at the behest of a politician, um, then if you don't if you know you don't have their confidence and trust, it's very hard for you to do your job. So Adrian Young Cooper's decision to um, offer her resignation as chair of the Auckland Transport Board, uh, you should see it in that light. She said, okay, Wayne Brown wants to have a fresh start at Auckland Transport. He wants to take things in a different direction. Um, I will step out of his way to make it easier for him to do that. And I think that's a decent thing for her to do. And I think we can expect to see more uh, uh, resignations uh, as he casts his eye around what he wants to change or fix. Um, The problem will be that, you know, there's not, there's not, the world's not full of people um, who have the skills to do those jobs and who will want to do them um, uh, necessarily uh, for Auckland um, if the mayor is himself not going to be 
trusted. So um, he's got to move carefully. He can't just sack them all straight away. He can't just replace them all straight away. He's got, it's, a, it's a process that should take some time. I, um, Simon, I liken the situation for Auckland right now. It, it's like if you're having your kitchen redone and, and your kitchen is taking forever to get redone. It's causing stress in the home. The kids are driving you crazy. Maybe there's tension in the relationship. You, you wish you just had the old kitchen again. But then finally you get the new kitchen and, and it's great. Um, and it came in over budget, but it's amazing and you just love that new kitchen. And, and, I, and, and what you do is you enjoy being in that kitchen and cooking in it and having family around and all the rest of it. Exactly, that, exactly. Yep. And, and so there's this whole notion of being broken. I'm like, no, no, yeah. this is the transition. And the key point in that is the city rail link. No, That'll get right. done soon, yes. won't it? So the city rail link um, is delayed. It's been delayed by COVID for a number of reasons, and it's going to cost more than the budget. And we know that, Drew. We don't know how much yet. Uh, but it is going to be finished. And when it's finished, it will have the capacity to double uh, the train numbers in the whole of Auckland, both the passenger numbers on the trains. So it's not just a project about the city centre. It's a project about the outlying suburbs that are connected by rail as well they're going to have more frequent trains uh, and and uh, more reliable trains i was i was down in the um city rail link dig at the rts uh, in, uh station uh, last week it, it is an extraordinary thing when you you know there's a big concourse there and there will be enormous escalators and when people are in there I, and it's finished i think people are going to go wow this is we are a real international city with this. I think people are going to be very excited about it. There's quite a few texts that have come in saying that the low percentage of voters does not indicate or therefore give the mandate for this man to do what he wants. But it does, doesn't it? And, and second to that question, how do we get people more involved and motivated yeah. to vote? I think I think uh, a winner in an election, particularly when it's decisive, uh, you have to accept that they have a mandate, even if the vote was low. Um, you know, people didn't vote against; they voted in favour of him. So uh, I, I think you have to accept that he has a mandate. Um, how do we get more people voted? My personal view is we need a, 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 a an election day. I think we've got to beef up the status of election days, um, make them exciting um, things. Um, and and I think that's just it's the way people um, know how to vote, if you like. And I, so I think there's there's real value in that. And I think on top of that, um, we need uh, other forms of civic engagement. Um, our local boards uh, need to be empowered to uh, be active in the communities, doing things in the local communities. Um, there are various ways in which the consultation processes of Auckland Council and Auckland Transport uh, could be improved so they're not doing endless rounds of we're listening to you and then we're uh, changing and changing and changing and, and uh, it goes on and on and on. Everybody gets frustrated. Um, I think there, there needs to be evolution in that area too. Uh, it's a big work in pro progress. How do you make democracy work um, in an evolving society when everybody's getting a bit angrier and everybody's getting a bit more frustrated because we've lived with all this COVID and now we're living with inflation and we've got social media at us. And, you know, the world's, the world's a harder place to, to, to get on together in these days. Um, but that's the yeah. job. So I, mean, I just want to come back to Professor Collins. Um, by all accounts, a thoroughly decent man and a very likable person. And, and I think he would have made a good mayor. Uh, I was interested in how he played out his campaign strategically. There was an ad in the last week which repeatedly had him with a very sort of glum look on his face. And I was like, <laughs> you, you've, you've got the best smile. 
Uh, who is yeah. advising you to look glum? No, we, we've got the glum candidate on the other side. You should <laughs> you should be smiling at every single one. And also, uh, as a double-barreled question, that he clearly strategically went to go, okay, I'm going to get the South Auckland vote. But they yeah. didn't show up. Yeah. So I, I, I personally think you're right about the photography, but then I'd have to say that I look at the photographs of a lot of candidates, particularly in local body elections, um, and you think, gosh, why did you choose that photo? But um, mm. I, I assume there is some expertise operating in these things that I don't have. <laughs> but you do, you do wonder at that. Mm. Um, on, t- on top of on top of that, Efeso um, Collins's campaign, yes, was focused on the idea that there is a there's a groundswell of support for a candidate like him um, in the south and the west of the city, and if we can activate that base, if you like, uh, then we'll be doing well. Um, it was a very high-risk strategy. Um, it didn't clearly didn't pay off, um, and I would imagine that in retrospect that his campaign team would be saying, well, um, we needed to be spending more time in some other areas. Having said that, I do know that they were surprisingly uh, popular in parts of the North Shore, uh, which you know lots of people think is, is never going to vote. Um, either Labour or um, for perhaps for a Pacifica uh, candidate, but um, he was popular there. Simon, do we stand to lose some very experienced people now who will probably leave because of the new mayor? We do. Um, we we've lost some. There's been a swing to the right on council, and we've lost some experienced councillors, which is a shame. Um, and. I think in the city council, among the senior executive team, and in some of our CCOs, I think there are, there must be a number of people thinking, um, is this still going to be a place for me? And you want churn. You every organisation wants churn, um, but you don't want um, an exodus. Um, so uh, there there is a, a risk now that needs to be managed, which is that if there is going to be departure of key people, um, because they feel the new direction the council's moving in when as that becomes clear and we don't know what it is yet but if it becomes clear there is a new direction and some people leave it's got to be managed so that uh, we don't just have big holes in in our administration we want council to keep functioning Mm. well always appreciate your time and appreciate your articles you can read simon's latest 10 big jobs for auckland's new mayor at nzherald.co.nz simon wilson senior writer at the herald enjoy your sunday talk again soon thank you tim